Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Live from the Leyline. This is episode 27, and I'm your host, Cameron Porter. With me, as always, my boy Avery. How you doing? I am great, sir. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing very 27, huh? Isn't that crazy? That's a, uh, you know, uh, uh, an occult number for sure. Yeah, dude. That's, um, you know, for people that don't know at home, there's something called the 27 Club. Mm-hmm. And a lot of famous artists, people like Jim Morrison and Janis Joplin, Jimi Hendrix, very influential artists in their time. Yeah, die at twenty seven, and and there's this theory that it's a it's like a Faustian bargain type thing where you make a deal that you're going to be incredibly famous and influential, and then you die on twenty seven. That's when he yep. gets his soul. Um, can't believe I'm blinking the name, but uh, Nirvana guy. Oh yeah, uh, Kurt Cobain. Yep. That's it. Yep. Um, yeah. God, that's we should do a whole episode on that itself because there's a lot there with Courtney Love. Yeah. And how the, she was most certainly a CIA operative put in there to funnel heroin into the the grunge scene up in I'm pretty sure it was Seattle, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's crazy shit. Oh yeah. But um that's not what we're talking about today, folks. Nah, nah. I don't even know what we're talking. We're just fucking talking today. Yeah. I think. Um, yeah. Yeah, Avery, how have you been since we talked? I know it's been a minute, dude. Yeah, it's probably been a little over a week and yeah. a half or something like that. I'm good, bro. I was just uh, out in North Carolina. That's where I recorded from the for the last pod, just yep. chilling with my dad, getting some away time. And yeah, buddy, I'm now about to travel even more. So that's exciting. Yeah, where are you going yeah. next? Uh, Hawaii. Badass. Honolulu. Very cool. What's in Honolulu? Uh, we're just going to do your typical – well, first of all, my family actually lived in Hawaii for a super short amount of time when my mom was a kid. Oh, that's cool. So um, we'll be going to see like where she lived and stuff. But other than that, just your basics, you know, lots of beach, lots of ATV, jungle hike type yeah, stuff. Buddy. Obviously yeah, a buddy. luau. I love it. Oh, that oh a little stuff, luau. Some yeah. pig. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. Talking my language. Um, very about cool, you? man. I've, uh, I've been busy. Honestly, yeah. I went on a little vacation up to the Valley, visited the the old stomping grounds. Yep. You know, we, I mean, we're both cursed by the Valley, so we have to return every once in a while. Yep. Part of it. <laughs> I haven't 100%. broken the curse yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was good, man. Got to see family, um, our friends, Maggie and, um, her name is Reese. I'm pretty sure they got married. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. It's, do you know the village Smithy in Carbondale? You ever so. been there? Uh, it's the owner's daughter that was getting okay. married. And so, yeah, Delilah knew people on both sides. And, yeah, it was a great wedding. Heck, yeah, weddings are always awesome. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we were up there for that. And it was actually a camping wedding, which was cool. You go up, and we, like, set up a little tent. We got hyphy, and then we went and passed out. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. Open bar? Oh, yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah. By the end, I was just rocking whiskey straight, bro. Yep. yep. <laughs> like a monster. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um but yeah i got to see all sorts of family fucking visited braxton you know nice, gotta course. do it gotta yep. go see the boy it was actually it was very interesting avery do you believe in synchronicity yeah so while we were up there you know how there's a bunch of like there's like a bunch of bee symbolism all over his grave yeah somebody like painted a little bee and there's just a lot of that stuff going on we were up there and i was having a beer we were smoking a blunt for the boy and a bee landed right on my beer yeah and i was like hey oh shit i'm afraid of bees 
but yeah, then Delilah was like, oh, whoa. And she like noticed it and was like, dude. Yeah. Wow. And she like pointed at the bee and then pointed at the little rock painted like a bee. And I was like, oh, shit. That's awesome. And then it wouldn't leave us alone. This bee was just fucking hounding us. That is like, funny, dude. Finally, I just poured a little beer out for the bee. I was like, here you go, buddy. <laughs> I know. It sucks that that has to be the, uh, you know, the representation because I hate bees. I hate bees so bad, but not honeybees. Obviously, they're awesome, but no, I hate wasps. I hate anything that wants to sting you for no reason. Me too. And I think this that's what this was. It, I can't, I couldn't tell. It didn't look like a honeybee. It looked yeah. mean. Yeah. It looked like it was coming for blood. <laughs> but yeah, that's so funny that you realized that because um, right after he passed, I went to Maine on vacation. And uh, I just remember being like really shitty and just mean and kind of lashing out to my family and stuff like that. Yeah. And so um, we're like in a fight in the car on the way to the river. And it was, you know, I was, of course, blaming that to be an asshole and stuff. Right. And so I get out of the car fresh off of fighting about that. And the second I step out of a car, a bee flies and hits me right in the face and stings me. And I was like, okay, I hear you, kid. I'll Damn. knock it off. He's like <laughs> smacking you from heaven. <laughs> so that's funny that you had a similar experience. Oh, that's awesome. That's yeah. very cool. Um, and afterwards, so we like we left the grave and we went to my dad's house up in Gypsum. Yeah. So it was a long ass drive. And we got there and as I'm pulling up into the driveway, I I'm going to roll the window up and I look over and there's a bee sitting on my little rear view mirror yeah. outside the car. And I was like, how long have you been coming with us, buddy? <laughs> yeah. Like I just took this dude on a cross country drive. Literally. But it was just, that was like some confirmation. I was like, and as soon as I saw it, it got up and flew away. I was like, oh, wow. Weird. Man. Wow. It just, just gave me Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I thought that was cool. I, thought I wanted to share that on the pod. No, that's awesome. But um, yeah. Tell me about this new job opportunity. Dude, yes. So at the end of October, I'm doing Sober October. Oh, okay. Because I got to pass a little pissy test at the uh -huh. end. Uh -huh. um, and yeah, I'm going to be doing, it's excavating and like dirt moving work. Yeah. But it's this guy that I play pool with. And he like, I was just complaining about my job to them, him and his wife. And he was like, if you're ever looking for a job, he's like, I'll start you at 25. I was like, what? Damn. Okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, I'm going to go go do that, see how it's going. That's awesome. Yeah. <sighs> it's unfortunate, dude. The company that I work for, I really do like the company. Oh, excuse me. I like the work that we do, or that I do. It's, it gives me good exercise, and uh, the freedom is nice. I don't have to listen to anybody all day. I just yeah. put in a podcast. I get on the route, and I fucking focus. Yeah. Um, which is when I thrive the best, I feel like, when I can just put my head down and get to the grind. Yeah. But they have just – the rules have been getting more and more strict. They've been changing policies left and right, and like, and lately they've been playing around with our money yeah. based on these um, like rules that they're putting in. If, you, if you're not meeting all the rules, you're not going to be getting the full hours that you're supposed to be getting. Gotcha. And so it's like it's just not, it's not feasible anymore. You, know, you have to like really toe the line and be a good boy, and then yeah. you get your money, which is – I don't know. I'm not a bad boy, but I'm not good at being a good boy either. Oh, exactly. Yeah. But yeah. so we'll be switching it up. Like it's going to be a change of pace for sure. I have to be up by like 4:30 in the morning every day. Yeah. But I'm okay with it. Cool, bro. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking. Yeah. Not that you're not already, but it'll be good to get some nice manual labor in and. Goddamn right. Yeah. Like this will be manual manual labor. Some serious manual labor. 
get some discipline and getting up and stuff. I need exactly. a little bit of that. Dude, it's, sure. it's, I do too, probably. It's probably <laughs> the best thing for me. Right. <laughs> it's going to oh, be exciting tough, though. You're going to, you're going to man the excavators. Yeah. How to so do I that think, type of stuff. Exactly. I think that's what we're going to work towards. Of course, I'm going to be a guy with some boots and a shovel at first, Yeah. but yeah. then I'll probably work my way up. Um, but I'm excited. It's one of those companies that you can take the skills that you get with you as well. Like I can yeah. be like, Hey, so I've driven this machine and this machine and this machine. I'm proficient exactly. with all of these. And then they're like, Oh, really? All right. We're hiring you. Oh yeah. And so yeah, I'm excited for that. So, um, are you cutting out alcohol too, or just, yeah. One? Yeah. You're going to go completely. Yep. Yeah. This nice, is my dude. third day, third full day. It's tough. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Yeah. First week is the hardest. I'm sure. Your Once brain I will thank that, you. Oh, yeah. I know it. I can already feel the fog lifting. I was in a blunt fog for like the last two months. Yeah. yeah. It happens like that. Cool, bro. But, B- yeah. Big things. Big things. Exactly. Big change. The schedule's going to change. Probably won't be recording on Wednesdays anymore. Yeah. Unless we do it in the evening. Might have to switch to like a weekend record schedule. Yeah. Just but fine. yeah, I'm excited for it though, folks. Big things coming. Very cool. Yeah. And then that means daddy's going to have a little more scratch in his pocket. We maybe uh-huh. get some mics. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> yeah, buddy. But yeah, that's that's what's been going on. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, let that be a message to the listeners. Yes. Big times, big change. Big, big changes. changes. Time to embrace the big changes. Yeah. And it's funny, I haven't experienced this too much in the past because the changes haven't been so drastic, but I have been really resisting this like job switch for some reason. Like I, I keep trying to find reasons why I like my job still. And yeah, but then I remember like, okay, but 25 an hour buddy plus 50 hours a week. Usually yeah. it's about that. So it's like 10 hours of overtime every week, 25 an hour. It's fat money, bro. That is crazy fat money. It's a serious raise on top of what I've been making. I think I only make like 36,000 a year. Yeah. Um, which you know what a surprising number is. That's still the 1% of the world. Did you know that? Yeah. I, isn't that crazy? Blows my mind. Ugh. It's sickening. <laughs> it's sickening. Yeah. And then we have the audacity to say, but even still, it's like, I don't know, there's just levels to this shit. Even yeah. the 1% still feel disparaged like the rest of the 99. Yeah. Yeah. So, very cool, bro. Yeah. Let me, uh, let me, int- let me intro glide transition into this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, for some reason, when you said Tartaria, which is what we're going to talk about for a second, mm-hmm. I thought you were talking about what they called the landmass that was the Earth before it all separated and created the continents. Yeah. That's a different word. Same topic, kind of. Yeah, I think they called that Pangea. I, I called yeah. it Europa in our little talk before, but that's not no, that's not what that is. that's it. Yeah, Pangea. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's cool. We can kind of go into like inner earth and hollow earth and stuff yes, like that too, which we kind of tapped a little bit before. But let's start with a simple – this is really cool, Tartaria. You yes. want to take it away? Yes, dude. So yeah. Tartaria is very interesting. I, I'm not extremely versed in this. I need to do a little more. And honestly, there's so much information on the topic that it's hard to get the whole picture of it. But totally. essentially, Tartaria was a kingdom back in the day and it was you can look it up on on google if you look it up on your actually you know what just for shits and giggles i'm gonna share screen and i'm gonna look it up okay and just show people where it would have been so tartaria check it out 
don't know if that's showing up too well. I think it should be. God, and they're all old maps, so it looks like a toddler drew it. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. That's the best one, I think. Oh, good lord. Boom. Nice. Okay, so look. We've got it. It literally spanned all of what Russia is. Yeah. All of it. And then you've got India, China, uh, Persia, mm-hmm. and then all of this, the Eastern, like basically from like, I don't even know. This is like getting into like Ukraine territory. Yeah. But what, the interesting thing for me, the compelling part about Tartaria is that. I didn't learn about Tartaria in, in history class. They yeah. didn't teach me about that in the maps. And maybe it's because they didn't go that far back. Maybe they were just looking at like, because most of what history is comprised of is is the wars. They, they're not looking at like what happened to get here and, and different advancements. They, they're looking at wars that happened through different periods. Mm-hmm. And they're looking at the Crusades. Um, but I think Tartaria was like one of the biggest kingdoms and the most advanced kingdoms in the world for the longest time it was a superpower and they were just north of the kazarians who are um a lot of people believe this is like who have hijacked the jewish faith okay and that that judaism as it was originated doesn't really exist anymore that it's been worn like a like a cowl by these kazarians to protect them from the tartarians because they were eating babies and shit right (laughs) (laughs) and um and one of the interesting things about tartaria is that i feel like it's still going on i think it's still a kingdom and i think that's what's happening right now with russia and ukraine is there it's tartarians versus kazarians Mm -hmm. it's these molakians holding fast to this area in ukraine um and i'm pretty sure is kiev that's in ukraine right that's the that was the kazarian like hub yeah that was their like main town was there in kiev i don't know if it was that's what it was called back then but um during those days the king of tartaria came down and and saw what these people were doing and he was like holy shit yeah you're eating babies you're sacrificing people you can't do this shit and the king said hey look you either need to be christian you need to be muslim or you need to be jewish yeah. When I get back or I'm killing all of you yeah, and exterminate you. And so what they did is they took up the Jewish faith and they, and I think that's where a lot of this like anti like Semitic shit comes from. Yeah. And that's like the root of a lot of it is because it's not, they don't hate Jews, man. It's not yeah. the Jewish people. It's that it's been hijacked by these dark art, evil occultist fucking baby eaters. Yeah. <clears throat> like e- evil sorcerers. You yeah. know, but um, I don't know. It's just so compelling. And then you oh. see what's going on right now. Oh, I'm I'm absolutely positive that there's still something alive with that because all everything with the elites comes down to bloodlines. Yep, they're super obsessed with bloodlines, and so with a country like Russia and Ukraine, with how strong and precise their government is, it's always a dictator, and it's always of the same family. They pick and yep. choose who's in office. Absolutely. Um, 
I'm sure they're trying to preserve some kind of ancient custom. Yes. You know? Yes. So it's just like um, it's just like how our elites go out in the forest and worship Moloch. Right. right. I'm sure they behind closed doors probably put on their cloaks and refer to each other as Tartarian brothers. You know. Right. <laughs> like. <laughs> right. Which is but oh, no. it's so weird to think about. Yeah. And so I liked what you said earlier. Like, this is totally out there comp- conspiracy. But like maybe part of the conflict right now in the war is some of that, you know. Yes. I like that yes. you said that. It's interesting because it well, and it like yeah, it just makes you think a little bit. I don't know if that is what it is, but it's yeah. very compelling to think about because when you do research about these different these feuds back in the day, it it's literally Russia versus Ukraine, but there's yeah. different. It's different names. Yeah, and this is like a thousands of years of war. It's just yeah. like the Middle East. It's like. It's never been peaceful. Right. Never has been. Oh, man. That shit goes so deep, too. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's, yeah, it's fucked. Yeah. It's always in these, like, centers of origination. Mm-hmm. You know? That there's just constant conflict. It's like the Fertile Crescent where humans arrived. Yeah. Never been peaceful. Right. For a day. You know? Regardless of what the military will have you think, it's never been peaceful. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> um, cool stuff, cool stuff. But yeah, yeah, I thought that was mind-blowing. And then there's these – I haven't done much research into it, and I don't – it doesn't, like, make my conspiracy brain go off too much. It doesn't, like, get me excited like the Freemasons do, but they talk about – you ever heard the mud flood theory? Mm, no. So there's theories that – the Tartarians were extremely advanced and they were traveling all over and building big architectural pieces. And there's this guy, John uh, Levy or Levi um, spelled L E V I. Mm -hmm. And he, he has a beautiful YouTube channel and he breaks down different ancient architecture in the United States. And he's like, one of the biggest points that he makes is like, they say that this was built in 1873 and that they built it in one year. Wow. This big-ass cathedral, this big-ass <laughs> castle. They say it was built in one year in 1873. Yeah. And there's people that can't even repair it today. Like, right. it's this architecture where they'll they'll get everybody in the town together, and they're like, does anybody know how to fix this? And nobody does. I have seen stuff like that. Yeah, because yeah. it wasn't built by them. No. It was left for them, just like the pyramids. Yeah. And um, – but there's this theory that they flooded – the earth with mud and covered up this architecture as like a ploy to like it's part of what the great reset is is they yeah. use that to reset everything and wipe the slate so i've seen uh stuff that ties into that kind of where it's like they're discovering some buildings and ancient cathedrals like you're mentioning and stuff where when they excavate and take out the roads and stuff to repair stuff they see that the building actually extends way lower into the ground. Yep. And it's not like a basement. It's like windows and doors. Yes. yes. And so it's like, whoa, like what was going in there? Well, <laughs> you, you, you can find that in a lot of cities in America. Like it, yeah. you see these buildings where like there's like a window half on the ground. And you're like, yeah, why is that window there? Right. And I think it's very compelling. Mm-hmm. It's very compelling. But yeah, there's that theory that part of the great reset was them flooding the earth to hide this architecture yeah and yeah i thought that was pretty interesting 
Cool. I don't know how much cre- I like I said I need to do more research into it cuz it's it doesn't get my uh my hackles up like some other yeah. things do but it's it's interesting very compelling Eddie Bravo is like balls deep into Tartaria yeah. he loves the Tartaria theories cool yeah yeah dude it just goes to show how how mucked up and crazy our history truly is absolutely what we learn I know uh when they try to boil it down and give us like a nice little here, this is what it is. This is all yeah. of it. Yeah. And it's like, there's no way. There's no way you have all of it. No. Even the people that were writing the Bible probably didn't have all of it. No, absolutely not. You know? um, It's just so compelling, yeah. I think. And when you realize that your media has lied to you, once once you take that first step and you're like, oh, the news is lying? And then you say, hmm, well, what else is lying? Probably history, right? Yeah. If the news lies, history's got to lie. Yeah. Why wouldn't it? And I just think that's so weird. Oh, yeah. Winners always write history. That's the other thing, too. You don't hear the loser side of the story. Nope. Yeah. Uh, It's compelling. But I want to go a little bit more into the Russia-Ukraine dispute as well because I've got some strong opinions about it. Uh Uh-huh. And I don't think we're supporting the right side. No. I think we're supporting Nazis. Yeah. Literal Nazis in Ukraine. Yep. We're supporting them against sure. Russia. Yeah, sure. I can do a quick rundown on that. Yeah, please um, do. Yeah. Ukraine is one of the hubs of the entire world for money embezzlement and corruption, mm-hmm. first of all. It's a money laundering pit. Um, Freaking, what's it called? Uh... The U.S. has been pushing – what's the uh, collaboration for the U.N.? NATO? NATO. So Russia has warned the U.S. and the Ukraine time and time again that they're sick and tired of NATO putting forces and creating threats around their borders. Right. And first of all, we have no business being in NATO in the first place. Like why? But yeah. so we kept on poking the bear and poking the bear. And flooding their their borders with more and more military bases. Yep. yep. So Putin said, "Stop it," and he's just retaliating. Now that doesn't mean that what he did was right. You know, bombing and killing innocent people whatsoever. Right. But why are we flooding billions into Ukraine? I think there's a point no to be made sense. that it, that's what caused it. You can say, "Yeah, Putin did bad," but what? Like it's it's just like in a fight. You know, yeah. it's it's like the old joke, like you know. They say like, "Oh, why'd you hit your wife? Did she burn dinner?" It's like one of those things. It's like, yeah. "What did what did we do to to get attacked like that?" And right. we're not the ones getting attacked. That's the saddest part is it's Ukraine getting fucking stomped on right now. Yeah. yeah. And not really. I mean, there's so much money coming in from NATO and the United States to Ukraine that yeah. they're actually able to kind of fend off the Russian military, which is impressive. I know. But wait till fucking winter comes, baby. Yeah. <laughs> wait till that ground freezes and those tanks don't need to use the roads anymore. Yeah. Because but no, I love um I can't remember who made the analogy, but it's like what would the US do if enemy countries were coming to our borders and setting up military bases? I oh, don't think we would be cool with that. We would mushroom stamp them. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's just I, I, I don't want to speak too much on like who's right or wrong in the situation. My point is why are we fl- why are we flooding them with tax dollars? Right. 
We have no involvement. Why? It's crazy. I heard an interesting figure. Um, it would only take five billion, and I say only, yeah, <laughs> generously. That's right. a lot of money. But it would only take five billion to rebuild all the houses that burned down in Maui. Yeah, we accidentally allocated an extra six billion for aid to Ukraine. Accidentally, yeah. we're like, oops. Yeah, oops, six billion over. We'll just we'll we'll roll that over into the next one. Oh, that shit's crazy, man. I saw a thing where they're only giving families who were affected by that like a several hundred dollars. Yep. Yeah, I think it's it was like, like seven, seven hundred bucks. That's fucking chump change. <laughs> seven hundred dollars doesn't even cover my rent. Right. Doesn't make any sense, man. Same. Yeah. It's just well, I mean, it does make sense when you realize that they they don't care about you. Yeah. Then you're like, oh, okay. That makes a lot of sense. But when yep. people have this illusion that the government is there for their protection and their help, it's there to help them, it's absolutely not the case. Yeah. And I, I do feel like we are still at um we're still being threatened and we're not in the clear yet as though it may seem like for nukes to get involved. Oh, I know. Putin's a crazy motherfucker. He is. And dude, who's to say that a crazy motherfucker like that at the end of his life isn't like fuck it. Yeah. Could you imagine? I hope they don't hit fuck it. I really do. No, me neither. <laughs> God. That's a terrifying place to be. Dude, all our lives are in the hands of these literal <laughs> psychopaths. Oh, yeah. Psychopaths. With no no moral – well, maybe they do have a moral compass, but it's certainly not aligned with ours. Yeah. You know? But So, yeah, so there's that. <laughs> yes. Well, and, I don't support that war whatsoever. Sorry. Well, you shouldn't. Nobody should. Yeah. I think it's so weird to see people flying the fucking Ukraine flag. Yeah. I'm like, dude, what I love to do when people, when I see people flying that flag, I just like to start a conversation with them, start a dialogue. Yeah. Why do you, why do you support? What's going on? Yeah. You know, you know what's going on in the war? 